Alex, if you are ready, I'm ready. Let's roll. Let's do it. Start with juicy bits, you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. so pretty dude <laughs> i love it ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast nebraska beer 30 this is episode 82 i have a very special guest with me today an old buddy of mine before we get to alex if you're watching on youtube or listening on your podcast app hit subscribe man that would mean a lot to me it shows you support the show also uh pull up your notes grady Boom. Follow us on the social media platforms with N-E Beer 30. That's the letters N-E. The word beer and the numbers 3-0. Almost said letters 3-0, Alex. That was very close. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash N-E Beer 30. If you want to support us that way, it helps us buy beer for the podcast. I say us like there's eight of me. This podcast, though, uh, we have plenty of beer courtesy of our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome, I know you'll clap on your end, please help me welcome Alex Payne, brewery rep for Weldworks Brewing Company. Alex, thanks for being on the show, man. Oh yeah, thanks for having me, Grady. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. It's it's uh, very good to have you. Alex and I are actually old friends. We went to high school together. Uh, we had a few classes together, I think, Alex. We sure did. We sure did. I my memory is terrible. Do you do you remember <laughs> a lot from high school? Oh, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's it's, it's a blur. It, dude, it's it's weird. You run into people every once in a while and they're like, "Oh man, do you remember that time in algebra we were sitting there and this happened and the teacher said that?" And I'm like, "I don't remember <laughs> any of that." <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll reminisce with some of our old friends, and they'll talk about people, and I have no idea who they even are anymore. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And sometimes you run into people, and and you think, did I go to... Like, you know, they come up and say, oh, my gosh, Grady, you know, we went to high school together. And it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't know you. I don't remember you at all. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, I don't get too much of that in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't have to worry yeah, about I'm that safe. as much. I'm safe. Yes. <laughs> You're safe from the from the awkwardness. Ain't nobody got um, time for that. But uh, well, actually, you're not safe from the awkwardness because you're on this show, Alex. So that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> Alex here, like I said, is a brewery rep from Weldworks Brewing Company out of Greeley, Colorado. Uh, Weldworks is a is a brewing company that has just blown up, man. Um, Alex, describe to the people. What is Weldworks Brewing Company? What are you guys all about? So, yeah, we opened in 2015. Um, little backstory on us. Uh, our co-owners, uh, Neil Fisher and Colin Jones. Neil's on the brewing side of stuff. He started there. Colin's kind of the, the CFO, CEO of everything. Um, they actually met in a homebrew club. And there's a big festival out here in every January called uh, Big Beers, Belgians, and Barley Wines. Um, and there's a homebrew competition within that. And Colin just kind of bet Neil, hey, if you if you enter your beers in this and you win some medals, we're going to open a brewery together. 
and uh, Juicy Bits was actually one of those beers right there, same recipe. Um, So yeah, here we are five years later almost and still crushing it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, I I refer to Juicy Bits as the beer that sort of built Weldworks. Um, That's the beer I'm sipping on right now. And this beer was opened by our sponsor, Steel Pig Forge. Check out steelpigforge.com. Yeah, buddy. You do, do you know Garrett, Alex? I do, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah he's a good I've, dude. I've been, I've been following him ever since he's been doing that with his dad. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, the the work they do, I, I have no idea how they do it. It's it's beautiful. Oh, it's, it's incredible. It it looks like they create knives from for like game Game of Thrones sets. It's insane. But yeah, this uh, this episode is sponsored by Steel Pig Forge. <laughs> yeah. Check out steelpigforge.com yes. for your hand forged knives and cutlery. Uh, Alex, what are you sipping on? Uh, I have some of our extra extra juicy bits, so kind of the big brother to what Ooh. you have. Oh, baby! Uh, did yeah. you send? Yeah. By the way, Alex, I sort of mentioned it beforehand, but uh, thank you for the care package you sent, man. Um, Absolutely, man. Alex sent all these beers, uh, this T-shirt as well. So I, I owe you, Alex. Um, no, I think I'm going to dive yeah, I believe into... you have the same one right there. Hell yeah. I'm going to dive into this one a little later. Um, talk a little bit about Juicy Bits, Alex. Why do you think people were so attracted to it? So right when we opened, you know, we weren't really brewing Juicy Bits in the taproom yet. Uh, we started it more traditional. Um, actually, like our Hefeweizen is really what put us on the map in Colorado. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we won a medal for that at World Beer Cup uh, in that first year. Um, and then, you know, 2016 was really the time that hazy IPAs became a thing. And Colorado was a bit behind um, on that as opposed to, like, the East Coast and stuff. So, you know, we just kind of jumped all in. We made the move from uh, Crowlers, which we had always been doing for all of our beer, to 16-ounce cans. And, uh, you know, we were one of the first breweries to really make that move up here. And since then, I mean, that's what most people are going towards now. Um, so we were able to kind of market it as something new in a four-pack, 16-ounce can. Um, it's a very approachable IPA. It's a hazy IPA. I mean, that's kind of old news now, but um, it didn't have that negative stigma of being bitter. You know, it pours like orange juice, so we can kind of use that to our advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a really approachable, easy-drinking, hazy IPA. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I suppose, <clears throat> you know, I said that, I thought this was the beer that sort of put Weldworks on the map. I guess I, I said that because that was the first beer I ever saw from Weldworks. I'm in a few uh, oh, craft absolutely. beer. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in a few craft beer trading groups on Facebook, and you know, right when you guys started popping off, people were going crazy for juicy bits. I mean, people were trading yeah. and spending a lot of money. I was one of to, those. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, was still buddy. I was still in Lincoln in 2015, uh-huh. and uh, actually, my buddy Gama, who you might know, uh, helped open mm-hmm. uh, White Elm with Colby. Yep. Um, he was still. They were both still living out here, and they would come back and bring beer to Joe Delp and I at Myers, and yep. you know, brought plenty of crowlers and juicy bits for us. And after I had my first one, I just kept trying to chase it and chase it, and then I moved out here for that first year. I wasn't at Weldworks, and I was going up there every weekend. Mm-hmm. just loading up on juicy best crowlers oh wow yeah yeah so, <laughs> so i was a you... fanboy for us first gotcha yeah um 
Yeah, you you know you sort of touched on it, Alex. Uh, your what was your beer journey like? I, I know you worked at Myers for a little bit. Uh, you were really good friends with with Matt at Happy Raven, but yeah, how did how did you get into craft beer? Uh, it really started. I was still in school at the time, and what when it would have been twenty thirteen. Um, mm-hmm. And my buddy was just kind of a stalker over at Myers Cork and Bottle, and had asked if I needed anything part time, and I was kind of in between stuff at that point. So I jumped on it, and I mean, I just fell in love with it right away. Uh, you know, Joe and Kevin over at Myers made that really easy to to really fall in love with it. Um, big yeah. up to Myers. Big up. Big. Oh yeah, big time. Um, but big from up. there, I met I met Matt from Happy Raven. He was managing, he was GM at uh, the Cornhusker. And mm-hmm. one of my roommates worked there at the time. So we were just hanging out with him after the fact of, uh, you know, after work and stuff, we'd go get beers. And he told me he was opening a bar and uh, you know, we were some of his best customers those first few weeks. And I actually started working there at Happy Raven for about a year and a half as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I remember um, if, if for the listeners who aren't familiar with Happy Raven, it's a craft beer bar down here in Lincoln, Nebraska. And uh, it's been voted the number one craft beer bar mm-hmm. a few times in a row since it's been open, I believe. I'm not sure how many, but... Um, but I remember the very first day meeting Matt, I was working for not the distributor I work for now, but a, another distributor. And I walked in and, uh, Matt sort of had this look in his eye, like, I don't know quite what I'm doing. Uh, could you help me out a little bit? You know, what should I, what do I need to order? How do I get my lines cleaned? He had a bunch of questions and it's been so fun to see the transition of the happy Raven and the transition of Matt you know, from going to, uh, from this wide-eyed sort of, you know, greenhorn owning, for owning a bar into this guy who just, he, he's got everything down to a science. He's, like I said, he's, they've been voted the number one craft beer bar in Nebraska a few times now. So it's been oh, very awesome. Very well deserved too, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. He's doing a, a kick-ass job. I actually, I want to get Matt on the podcast here soon. Um, you don't want that. He's really yeah. awkward. <laughs> No, Matt's Matt's great, man. I I think what you need to do if you're gonna have Matt on a podcast is make sure he's got like two or three beers in him beforehand, <laughs> yes. right? Because yeah. when Matt when Matt starts talking, I mean Matt starts talking, dude. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. If you get him on a subject that he's really into, he goes for it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Yeah, you've had you've had quite the journey, Alex. I'm gonna crush this beer. I need another one because. Today, earlier today, we're recording this on Tuesday, hot dog day, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the mayor in Lincoln came out and put more restrictions on bars and restaurants, um, which really stinks. You know, it, it it hurts my industry a ton because more, less and less people are going to be going out to bars and things like that, which is a good thing, right? We want people We want people to be safe. Uh, but it hurts my industry just a little bit, so I'm ready for two or three more beers. I don't know about <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, Alex, what am I drinking next? You think out of the lineup you sent me? You'll have to remind me again. I can't quite make out. I can see the next one when darkness falls. Um, can yep. you just remind me of the other ones real quick? So when darkness falls, 
Oh, that sounds wonderful. A Munich-style oh, imperial yeah. black nice, lager. Nice dunkel. Um, this is Blueberry Cobbler, Berliner, yeah. Berliner Weiss. This one is Extra Extra. That's the, the juicy bits, the double. Um, this one is PB and Fruit, brewed with thousands of pounds of blackberry, raspberry, and strawberry puree. Whoa. Yeah. Hot damn. Uh, this was one my brother actually bought, brought back. This is Beachcomer Rides Again. Nice. Um, and then this this was a coffee one you sent. I I probably won't crack into this one tonight, yeah, Alex. Maybe, maybe <laughs> save that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. If you want to get weird, you can, you can chug that one. I'm down. You know, normally I'm down to get weird, but I also like sleep. I'm a huge fan of sleep. And being a coffee beer, that'll probably have me sure. up. <laughs> the rest of the night. I mean, hey, you can do the hot chip challenge. You can you can drink a whole thirteen percent stout. <laughs> True. I, oh, believe me, I can drink a thirteen percent stout, I and I'm I'm good to go. This might this might become like an hour and thirty minute podcast if <laughs> if, if we end up doing that. But um, I'd go yeah, with, what, I'd what go do with I crack the, into next? I'd go with the blueberry cobbler. I think mm. you'll dig that one. I like it. While I'm finishing this beer off, Alex, tell us about this blueberry cobbler beer. All right, so that one there, we've really kind of dived into <clears throat> our sours lately more than anything else, um, and we found great success with pastry sours. So a lot of what we've been doing lately is a cobbler series or a pie series. Um, you know, it's got that added graham cracker to it uh, that really gives it a cool mouthfeel, um, and it's got an absurd amount of fruit as well. Um, but yeah, it's a great beer for... For anybody who, again, it's kind of like the Juicy Bits thing. If, if people tell you they don't like sours, I like to pour them that because it's it's very, it's on the sweeter side. Um, wow. Yeah. It's thick, too. <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, speaking, it's, it's a beautiful color, by the way. That's amazing. Speaking of thick, Alex, <laughs> I sent you this link. Have you, <laughs> um, down in Denton, Texas... A brewery by the name of I think it's Armadillo Brewing. Um, yeah, I think it was. They made they made they made a cranberry, excuse me, cranberry sauce, ale, and this beer, you'll have to look this up, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe I'll throw this up on the video podcast. But this beer, when you pour it out of the can, looks like Jello. It looks like someone shoved a bunch of Jello shots into a can and just, and just poured it out. It's insane. Um, it's four point five percent apparently. Yeah, he, he didn't pour it in a glass. He poured it on a plate. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is crazy. Didn't just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> yeah, he poured it on a plate. Just insane. But Alex, you were telling me about something you guys brewed that was a little thick. Oh man. So yeah. So on the same uh, topic of sours, we did a collaboration. It's actually the second one we did with Nusa Yogurt Company. Um, mm-hmm. first one we did was a Gosh. blackberry Serrano. Um, and we didn't, I don't believe we used the actual yogurt in that beer, but that was a pretty big success. And, you know, I think it was this spring we did this mango lasty, um, which already is a very polarizing drink in itself, but they did a yogurt mango lasty that is phenomenal. Um, so we used that in the actual brewing process and I believe it ended at 24% by volume of yogurt. Um, <laughs> It was a, yeah, it, not everybody loved it. 
because uh, you're, you're, I mean, <laughs> the bottom quarter of your glass then is essentially, if you let it sit too long, that becomes just yogurt. But oh I thought it gosh. was delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so was that a beer? Did you have to eat it with a spoon? No, no. We just encouraged that you rolled the can and it turned out fine. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you could pour it in a glass. You didn't need a plate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that cranberry beer from that uh, Texas brewery is insane. Yeah. You definitely need a plate for that yeah. one. Oh, my goodness. And I'll, I'll let you know, Alex, I hate, I, I can't, I can't eat Jello. Oh, really? I've. Just it's sort texture? of a gag. Oh, it's the texture. It's sort of a gag in my family. <laughs> like if we go out to a restaurant and they have Jello or something, something Jello esque, they order it and try to <laughs> and make me eat it. They're like, "Grady, eat this, eat this," and they just they just love to see me suffer. Of course, of course. <laughs> so I don't know if I could eat. The, the cranberry sauce. I don't know. That'd be that'd be gnarly. But well, maybe you gotta hit um, those Facebook trading groups and find out. There you go. Uh, yeah, we'll have to. Uh, if I get my hands on some, Alex, I'll make sure to get <laughs> yes, two, and do. I'll I'll, I'll send I'll send one your way. It's the least I can do after <laughs> you after you gave me all this, man. But now, Alex, I'm curious. So we we're in the same industry, of course. I sell beer. You sell beer. What is it like selling beer in Colorado? I, I know it's got to be so competitive with all the breweries over there. What's it? Is it is it hard to sell Weldworks beer? So yeah, it is a very competitive market, um, and we're just seeing it more and more with some of these awesome competitors that we have out here. Um, like not at, like we were talking earlier, they're an up and comer, but they're killing it with the hazies and their sours. Um, I think what really benefited us, like I was telling you earlier, is we jumped on the 16 ounce can thing right away. And, you know, coming from yep. the liquor side of things, when that first happened, everybody was so reticent for it because you would have to rearrange your shelves. Um, and, you know, we, we did 12 ounce cans for the first year, actually. We contract brewed, did those, and then just decided, nope, we're gonna jump all in on 16 ounce, we bought our own canning line. Um, and, you know, again, we were just kind of one of the first to get those shelf spaces and stuff. and. We have such great partnerships with all of our accounts. Um, I mean, we've been, I've been doing business with most of the same accounts since I started. Uh, we've got, everybody sticks around, you know, keeps ordering our beer, supports us like crazy. So it's been, it's been pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, there's one thing you guys have going for you is it seems like you have so many beers out at one time, you know, it it reminds, it it reminds me of, of white Elm in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, there are breweries that that stick to their guns, and they brew, you know, they brew a, a series of year-round beers, and then every once in a while they throw out a seasonal. But breweries like White Elm, breweries like you guys, it seems like you're always kicking stuff out. Yeah. Um, do you do you have any input? At, have you mentioned to the guys like, hey, we should do a beer like this? Oh or yeah. We do a beer like this. I mean, so in, in yeah. 2018 was the year we went for it. We we made the goal to do a hundred mm-hmm. different beers that year. I think we ended oh, close wow. to close to 130. Um, so we did a significant amount more. That then, you know, we had great success with it. We put out a big poll at the end of 2018 to the public asking for their favorites on returning beers, and kind of rolled with that in 2019. We do one new beer for every returning uh, recipe, um, and mm-hmm. 2020 has kind of been more of the same. Um, you know, we've done so many now that we do rely on our employees' ideas more than anything to get new beer ideas and stuff. 
Um, cause I, be- mm-hmm. I believe we've done close to 500 different beers total. If I remember, I think I looked on Untapped wow. recently and I mean, it's, it's so, t- I can barely remember what we did two weeks ago. So it's, it's, it's definitely a, <laughs> we love our marketing. I'll tell you that she kills it with the labels and the marketing of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I've never seen a label that, excuse me, pardon me, Alex. <laughs> I've never seen a bad looking Weldworks label. Yeah. You guys are doing very well. Oh my gosh. I can't, can't quit burping. It's damn hot dogs, man. It's those damn hot dogs. <laughs> we should probably, I mentioned hot dogs, uh, hot dog day <laughs> earlier. We should probably clue people in uh, to why we keep saying that. Back when we were in high school, <laughs> um, in the cafeteria, I think on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Alex, I, I said this earlier, every Tuesday was dollar hot dog day. And Alex and I, I th- we must have had a yeah, class yeah, right before have. lunch. Yep. <laughs> but we would get so excited oh, we, we about would, hot we dog day. We would sprint day. to the cafeteria. Well, that, that was every day, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but we were we were so pumped about hot dog day. What what do you think it was about those hot dogs, Alex, that got us so excited? Was it the <laughs> price? Was it the flavor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big up, big up two dollars. Big up, big. <laughs> you know, if if everything was a dollar, man, that would make life so much easier. <laughs> so much easier. Sure would. And I, and uh, yeah, I, I think. Like I said, Alex, I think Hot Dog Day was on a Tuesday. We're recording this on a Tuesday. So this podcast is was meant yeah. to be. Absolutely. Meant meant to be. So I, I asked you, Alex, about you know your input on creating beers at Weldworks. Uh, you had a little input at Boiler Brewing here yeah. in Lincoln, Nebraska. You did a collaboration beer with those guys. Tell us about that. What was... What'd you do? I did. So it was back uh, about a year ago now, a little over a year ago. I came back and mm-hmm. uh, it was something I was really excited about. I'd kind of been planning it. It was supposed to be planned around Brave New Barrel Fest, actually. But last year, as you probably know, oh. they canceled that for good, unfortunately. Um, but Gosh, I, I wish I, I wish know, they didn't. I know. That was always one of my favorites. But I was going to go back mm-hmm. and hopefully in the Weldricks regards and pour Weldricks at the festival. Um, so that kind of didn't pan out and that just turned into, okay, well, let me come out during football season and come back for a weekend that we have an away game and I'll do events at happy Raven, do an event at poor. Um, and then, you know, I've known, known Tim for a little while now, but I'm very good friends with, uh, Ben Sintek who kind of runs their membership program. And actually, we went to school with uh, Monty Freilich's son, Jared, and he was one of my best friends. So mm-hmm. um, it kind of just mm-hmm. all came together and started talking to Ben, who got me back in touch with Tim. And Tim was all on board to do that collab. So yeah, I came back, actually helped out with the brew day and everything. That went into barrels. And then what, about a month ago, two months ago, they released that first batch uh, of painkiller. Um, turned out awesome. That beer was so great. <laughs> Super happy with that class. Nice. And I believe they actually use that same base beer for some of the <laughs> following releases as well. But Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Can do do you know Alex? Can you still get painkiller at Boiler? I don't, I don't believe you so. Because I'm in the membership program okay. and I think it was only available to members. They had it on tap for a while. Um, I actually just missed it when I was back 
um, on tap, but uh, yeah, I think bottles were just for uh, membership. Gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. They they are a brewery that consistently makes amazing beers. Oh, they're fantastic. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Now, was when you came back and you did the collab, was that under the Weldworks name? Was I, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we had been was it? Uh, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, Tim, uh, the owner at Boiler, and Neil, the owner at Weldworks, they've been in touch talking about recipes, kind of truly collaborating on the idea for the beer, but. Again, Boiler was the one that brewed it, so that is entirely theirs. But yeah, we are tied to it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Sweet. You are, Alex, how many brewery reps are there at Weldworks? So when I started, it was just, we had a very small team. It was myself and two others, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we have uh, myself, who's a senior rep for Denver. And then I have uh, two reps as well that split Denver East and West. We have a Boulder and Longmont rep, and then we have a Northern Colorado and a Southern Colorado rep. So we've really grown our team quite a bit. Um, and my boss has been awesome in this transition of everything. Uh, yeah, we're, we're really doing well right now. And this kind of goes into just talking about how you guys are shut down on the on-prem side. You know, Denver just this last week as well, shut down everything for indoor dining and stuff. But we're in a fortunate spot that most of our sales come through off-prem. Um, so we can pivot. Like mm-hmm. during that first shutdown, we were able to pivot very quickly and, uh, you know, package more stuff into cans and get that to our liquor store partners. And, um, so, yeah, as a, as a sales team, we're still doing really well, all things considered, which unfortunately not everybody can say. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I've heard it's, it's been a struggle for, the, for breweries to get a lockdown on cans right now. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a big aluminum can shortage. Specifically in the 12-ounce um, cans because, unfortunately, some mm-hmm. of the bigger company, ABI, have kind of bought up all the 12-ounce. Yep. Yeah, all the 12-ounce, especially the skinny cans. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, White, White thanks Claw. White Claw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, no, but drink White Claw. I sell White Claw, so uh, <laughs> everyone drink it's be your number one White seller, Claw. Man. Uh, pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah, I think actually, yeah, I believe it is. But, um, Alex, we're, we're sort of getting towards the end here, but are, do you have any, um, do you work with Nebraska at all when, when they do Nebraska dumps? We, so well, the, I guess the we, only time I guess we sh- that, uh, uh-huh. we have was when I was back last, uh, November and we used good life. So I went through Dingus. Um, he made it super yep. easy to work with, man. Uh, you know, hopefully I would like to get that to become an actual partnership where we send stuff on a more regular basis, but really we are almost entirely in-state distro. Um, we've, we've been doing a few more out-of-state stuff recently, but kind of going back into these slower winter months and stuff, we're going to kind of halt that all together more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we actually partner with Tavor. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them. So beers, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah um, the, they've been a great partner for us and stuff, and we'll continue to do business with them for sure. Beautiful, yeah. Sign up for if you're not familiar with Tavor, <clears throat> they're they're basically a beer delivery service online. So, um, I think for those of you who don't know, you sign up and you you choose the beers you want sent to you, and then once they collect all the beers you want, they send it to you. So. If you want Weldworks as quick as possible, 
hit up Tavor. Tavor is not a sponsor of the Nebraska Bear 30 <laughs> podcast. But if they wanted to, I would gladly take their money. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> Actually, you know, Alex, what I wanted to talk to you about here in the in the Patreon podcast was a Weldwork sponsorship. And, <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm thinking somewhere around 500 Oh yeah, bucks oh, an episode. Yeah. You know, we, we can talk about it. We'll we'll go we'll go back and forth with it a little bit. And but I think five hundred is, is a reasonable amount if if you want seventy people to to hear about hey, you guys hey, we'll take a it. week. We'll take it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, Alex, we are getting towards the end of the podcast here. Now, what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? Alex and I are going to keep going for a little while on Patreon. Check out patreon.com slash nebeer thirty. And you can hear 10 to 15 minutes more with Mr. Alex Payne here. Maybe we'll talk more about Hot Dog Day. Hey, maybe. Grady, Grady maybe. thanks so much for having me on, though. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Alex, as, as we're wrapping up, where can people go to find out more about Weldworks? Weldworksbrewing.com. It's got everything you need. If you're ever out in Colorado and visiting, uh, we've actually put together a pretty cool distribution map that'll show you what stores have what beer and when they got it. Um, that's always been something I hear that we've really had to stay on top of because a lot of times when we get beers like this extra extra that go to distro that have like a pretty big following, it might be gone within a couple hours of the stores getting it. So yeah, if you're ever out there, come check us out up in Greeley or check out our website. Beautiful. Awesome, Alex. Thanks again for being on the podcast, dude. Um, yeah, dude. And again, thank you for all the beer. This is, this is incredible um i owe you beer if you ever see anything that's released here in in just lincoln or omaha let me know i'll mail it to you I, how about i that? would like for you to drive down to amarillo please and grab me that cranberry <laughs> deal deal <laughs> <laughs> i'll do that alex cheers man thank you very much At American Public University, we believe that higher education can unlock higher purpose. So we offer 200 modern programs for those who want to make a difference. And we believe education must adapt to students' needs. That's why we've made it accessible through online classes and flexible with monthly program starts. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.